Welcome to Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. We are in the middle of the Goddess docuseries season. I am talking with the amazing goddesses from the Unleash Your Inner Goddess virtual summit, where you got to hear them share about their personal stories, overcoming limiting beliefs, obstacles, and traumas in their life. And now they're coming to you live on the TV show. I am so excited today to have with me Di Carter. Yay! Hello, beautiful. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> me too. I am so excited for you to be here. So you let's let's talk about what you do. You do have a lot of hats that you wear. So let's start there. <laughs> Absolutely. So for those of you who have no idea who I am, if it is the first time you're seeing this, I'm so excited to see you. If at any point you see me look it down like this because I want to look straight into Kim, but I know my camera is all the way up there. Uh, but my name is Di Carter. I am a social entrepreneur because I build my business online. I'm also a mama of twin girls. They're eight years old. They're absolutely beautiful. I'm married and I'm I'm talking from Indiana right now. That's exactly uh, where I'm at. Uh, it's not it's not sunshine today because Indiana sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's like snowing. Like you just never know how it is the weather here. Um, but I am so excited to be here, Kim. And I before I even get started, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much for putting your time and effort and pouring your beautiful soul into this amazing project with so many beautiful women. And uh, without your vision, without you saying yes to yourself first, we would not be here, right? We would not have the doc series. We would not be here on this interview. We would not be on a TV, on Facebook page. And for that, I applaud you. I applaud you for saying yes and uh I, I i feel i just feel honored to be here today so you are amazing all. i don't know about the okay but i will let you ask me some questions um because you know your audience better than me and um i'm just i'm just so excited to be here and hopefully i will bring so much value to your audience 
that they will message you and say, Kim, who's that girl? Oh my God, it was awesome to have her on TV. I love it. You're, I love your energy. You're so amazing. So, well, first, just tell us what it is you do. What are your businesses? You have three? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's so, start there. Um, so before I became entrepreneur, because some of you might be thinking, I wanted to be an entrepreneur too. I want to be my own boss, but I'm currently a nurse. I'm currently a lawyer. I'm currently, uh, you know, like a, a CPA. And I don't know how to do that. So before I was entrepreneur, I worked in a hotel resort as a receptionist and guest relations in back home in Brazil, South America. And then I also work as a flight attendant for seven years. And then after that, I was working in the hospital as a surgical technologist for another seven years again. So I did a few things before I became an entrepreneur. I just knew I had this little burning desire to create something on my own. And um, but I wasn't sure if I would take that route or not. So I do have currently like three business. They're all completely different. You <laughs> might be an entrepreneur right now and you go and relate with me. I have a nonprofit organization. So I'm a founder of Christ Fast PC, which is a Christian concert that I put in here in Indiana uh, at DePaul University. We have done a four concerts already. And then I'm also a uh, the CEO of Qualimax do Brazil. It is a distribution center for cleaning products, uh, disposable and office supplies. And that is a traditional business, okay? Traditional business with 14 employees back home in Brazil. And I have that business for, it's going to be five years now. I, I just can't believe it. It's gonna be almost five years. And my third one, it is that I, I also have a, I work with a network work marketing company online with health and wellness and household items products so it's really 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 exciting I would say you know with this journey of become entrepreneur you are really gonna find yourself uh, but it's not gonna be super fast right because you're going to find out things that you like and things that you don't like and I advise you to hold it and embrace it your gifts and don't try to be like anybody else that's like just one little quick tip before we we you know talk more about the business and other things that we have I love it you have you know something you said in there about you always had this pool even though you were doing these different things and I think as an entrepreneur we always have that there's something inside of us that's going hey come over here for a minute hey check this out <laughs> and we it gets stronger as the more we ignore it you know and so when, <laughs> so true. the more you ignore it they're like no you meant to do this <laughs> yep so if you ignore it your sound's gonna come and smack you upside the head and go hey <laughs> you're gonna be on this path so i love that you said that because it's really about recognizing that and acknowledging that so you can start making that that change or go down that path and, and however it shows up for you. So I love that you mentioned that <clears throat> makes a, it, it completely can change your life. So, yeah. yes, I, I agree with you because whenever you have that poll, it's, it's, it's a vision. It's something that's already have been in the back of your mind. It's something that you want it so bad. You just know, you just don't know what it is. Like to me, it's like whenever I was younger and I was like 16 years old and I lived back home, you know, in Brazil, South America, it's a third world country. You know, I, I was born in poverty and I always knew that I wanted to impact. I always knew that I want to do something more and something bigger than myself. But whenever, you grow up with not that much you always thinking like hmm what can I do like how can I make a difference if I don't have money right um, so I did have a period of my life as a child um, after nine years old that my mom got married to someone they have money and I, we, we were able to live a very good life okay so I had a period of my life that I had no money 
And then I had a period of my life that was from nine to 16 that we have lots of money and I went to really, really good school. And then we lost it all again, basically. We lost it all except a house. Like we kept one house, but we really didn't have that much money. So um, I knew that I wanna do something to impact. So to me, it was like, maybe I just need to go to school. Maybe I just need to get a diploma. Maybe I just need to, you know, like figure it out, like what is out there for me. But it wasn't on the on the vision of like impacting the masses, like impacting like a hundred people, a thousand people. It was more of if I can be an example to someone, then I already going to impact their life. That pull was there. I just didn't know how many people I was about to impact. That was the difference. And that came like 10, 15 years later. It wasn't right away. So just like Kim, you know, like she, um, you know, she had this vision of having a doc series. She has the vision of the you know, book collaboration, have all this beautiful entrepreneur woman that come in into her life and tell the story. Right. Um, so like I was saying to you, we just never know. We just never know what's going to be. So I had the pull. I just didn't know what. And uh, what I really find out was let's just be a little bit adventurous with life. So when I was 16 years old, I was able to have this beautiful trip that was like coming to to United States for the first time. I didn't know how to speak English. I didn't know um, the culture, right? Of course, the food was different. The people was different. But when I came here, just like an entrepreneur, you are open-minded. At 16 years old, when I came to United States, I was open-minded. I wasn't complaining about like, I don't understand what they're saying, so I want to go back home. I wasn't complaining like I don't like the food or the people here, it's weird or something like that, right? Like I was falling in love with what I was seeing every day. And as an entrepreneur, that's a very good observation right now that I'm giving to you. As an entrepreneur, when you start and it doesn't go the way you want to, how about you you started to appreciate the things that you're learning right now because the things you're going to learn right now it's going to make you a better business woman in the future wisdom yeah wisdom <laughs> absolutely um so that's what i did i just started appreciating so even though i didn't have any money now i could not go to anniversary you know so i had another chance on my life another opportunity to go to england which is where my aunt lives and uh when i got there i knew actually before i got there i knew that i was going to be cleaning toilets to be able to save money to put myself through school so at this point, I already knew how to speak English, okay, because I was 18. I would have been here for a year. I fell in love with the culture. I fell in love with the people. I absolutely love the United States. And then I had to go back home, right, because my family didn't live here. I was just an exchange student for one year. And at 18 years old, my aunt said, okay, your mom doesn't have money. You can't go to anniversary. Um, you know, life is not the way they used to be, right? That man that was the father figure in my life for a little bit wasn't there anymore. And she was like, well, why don't you come in here? I clean toilets, I make some good money. You know, my husband works door to door doing sales. Like, you're not gonna lose anything. Like, what, what are you gonna do in Brazil? You're gonna have to get a job and just live with your mom. Yeah. And I took a deep breath and I was like, wow, let's do this. So my friends had no idea that I was going to England to do that. My friends probably thought I was going to England for like a vacation or <laughs> just to go and have fun because I have just lost, we just lost the income that we had. And I had a really good life between from nine to 16, right? So I have really good friends and most of my friends, they had a lot of money and it would have been embarrassed for me to tell them, hey, I'm going to England to clean toilets, save money to put myself through school. When most of them was actually, you know, getting money from the, 
from their parents, getting a brand new car, mm -hmm. and their parents are putting them through school. Well, that was not mm -hmm. my life. My life was different, right? It was a little bit mm -hmm. tough. But when I got to England, Kimberly, let me tell you this. When I got to England and I got that first job and I started scrubbing like that first toilet, something inside of me told me, you are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird to say that because like who would say that, right? Like, but literally it was like me, like, connecting with god again and it's it's weird it sounds like cleaning the toilet and connecting with god and connecting with something different but i knew that that moment and that period of my life would change everything because my, the 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 level of appreciation it was different this time nothing was handed out to me anymore mm -hmm. i had that like i had nothing to have everything, to now have nothing again. And that money that, that I was making, whenever I was saving every dime, whenever I was saving every pounds that I was getting on my hand, and I was counting every week how much money I have, it was just a different feeling. Like it was in a way like I was excited to go to work Monday through Friday with my aunt happy as can be you know having like my lunch break tea and coffee or tea and chocolate because i don't remember exactly how i was and i went back home and i was able to you know go to school become a flight attendant it was like a six months thing i couldn't go to university because it was too expensive and then i ended up um coming back to united states that's when everything really started again but i know guys as you're watching this right now you're going through so many things in your life that you don't understand those times that you went through whenever you were a child whenever you were a teenager whenever you're like a young adult those stories those things that happened to you those struggles what's going to make you so tough as an entrepreneur? Because you're going to value your time in a different way. Most people, they're like working eight hours a day. But if you are an entrepreneur and you're in the beginning of your journey, you might be going for 12 hours, 14 hours. Easily, easily. Hours, right? <laughs> but the difference is you're in love. You're doing something that you love, that it doesn't feel like work. You just don't understand, like, why am I up? It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm still listening to this video, like this motivational videos. I can't go back. I, can go, I can't go to sleep. I can't. Like, why am I learning about meditation? Like, why, why did I buy that pretty pant? Like, why do I need to have that? Like, why do I have five journals? Right? Like, why, why do I write it down my vision over and over and over again? It's a different way of getting paid. You work, 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 and then you get paid. It's not an instant thing. So those moments of my life, I had a different appreciation for time. Mm -hmm. So I came back to the United States, you know, I was 19 years old. I got married, got divorced, didn't work out. I love him to pieces. He was like my sweetheart from high school, but it just didn't work out. We both were too young, right? So right. once again, you have moments in your life that might break you down, right? Or you're going to have a breakthrough. So that moment in my life, it broke me down because I was only 20 or 22 years old and I felt, you know, like, like I didn't have any value. My family was around me. I said, who's going to want me that I already got married, being divorced. I'm only in my twenties. You have all these little things in your head, you know, that you don't think it's just not good enough. Even though everybody around you tells you, you're beautiful, you're amazing. You got the best personality. Oh my goodness. I just love your eyes or, but you can't see that until you can't see it. You're not going to see it. So I had a period of my life that I wasn't very happy with me. You know, I just wasn't happy. I could, I could put a really nice fake smile on my face, but I wasn't really happy today. I'm truly really happy. There's a difference. We um, can feel it. <laughs> Yeah, you can feel when you have the Woo! Woo! Uh, So you have those moments too. And then when you have those moments, embrace it at the moment, knowing that's not going to stay there. 
It ain't going to stay there. So moving forward, I'm, I have a job and I got, I got remarried again and I have this amazing friends, you know, I, I, I started going back to church again, finding myself who I was, you know, at 30, I have my twin girls and all this time, I'm still not an entrepreneur. I'm still not an entrepreneur because God, it's it's like molding my life. It's preparing me. It's making me stronger, making me lose things, gain things. Ooh, that gave me chills. Exactly. The whole experience, like everybody does, right, Kimberly? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Mm -hmm. like yep. We all go through the experience and in a different way. You know, like I was raised by a single mom and I gave babysitter. Like my girls have mom and dad. So every one of us is going to have a different childhood, teenager, young adults, things that's going to happen to your life that is unfair. The opportunity that's going to come to you that nobody else has, only you. I mean, the opportunity to come to the United States at 16 years old. How yeah. many kids out there have that? But I did. But at the same time, I was cleaning toilets at 18. So do you see the big difference? Yeah. So you will have those things happen to you, but it does not mean it defines you or you're going to stay there whenever you start your own journey as an entrepreneur. It's really about how big you can really dream. As much as cheesy that is, it <laughs> is the truth. It is the truth. It is the truth. You got to envision things so big, so large, so massive. That you just like, no, that will never happen. And then at the same time, you're like, yeah, it will happen. It definitely will happen. Oh, I got my little my little puppy over here right now. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I love that. The, the the excitement to know that you can actually start in that journey. The excitement to know that everything that you've been through and all those experiences actually going to help you. And you still don't have the understanding and where and when's going to help you. Um, I think that's fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating because whenever you start your entrepreneurial journey and you're starting to meet so many different people, like in your life, that's when you have the true understanding. Okay, let, let me wait in here. Let, I don't think my husband knew that I was going to be in an interview. Just give me one second, something for the dog over there. I'll be right, right back. Okay. <laughs> I love it. You know, she's talking about so many things right there. The wisdom she's giving, understanding she went from cleaning the toilets to having multi businesses. And it's about that humility. She had that moment. And I don't know if she can hear me so she can come back and talk about this, but she had that moment where she was able to go, Yes, I know that something's coming. I know that something's better. And then, were you able to hear me while you were? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So good. Okay. Uh, my so, little puppy just over here. No, no. <laughs> if he was a little bit, if she was a little bigger, I would have leave her here. But she's a puppy, puppy, like yeah. six months, oh and she God. wanted all my attention. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I can't, I can't do the interview and love her at the same time. So, right. Um, right. But yeah. Good. So. What I was saying is it's, I, I wanted people to really understand what you were saying. You were having that moment when you're cleaning the toilet and it's just absolute humility in that moment yeah. and being so humble and having that, that awakening within yourself that this is just the beginning. This moment is going to get me to that next moment. And now here you are with multi-businesses. You're a multi-entrepreneur and I, I just think that says so much. And I really wanted people to grasp up what you were saying about how your life has changed. You went from being poor as a little child to having in your most formative years, mm -hmm. all this wealth to having it taken away again. And yeah. so you really have this full understanding of being poor to wealthy to poor. And here you are again to wealthy again. And and having that joy. It's not just about financial wealth. It's about wealth internally. So I, I love that you're hitting on all those points. Yes. To have that joy internally, it's crucial because whenever you are doing things that you don't want to do, for example, like you are in the job that you don't want it to be on that job, um, it's tough to have the joy because like, I just can't wait to quit it. 
but you can't quit, right? Because you need that money. You need to pay the bills. So you need to be smart with your time. But uh, to realize on those moments as I'm cleaning the toilet, that my life it's about to change big things about to coming for me do you know this is just the beginning i'm only 18. like what god has for me i don't even know but i'm excited and ready to receive it like i remember saying those words i remember sitting on the tea break because in england we all everybody drinks tea in there and we used to have the chocolate Kit Kat, me and my aunt, we used to sit. And I remember she's having a cigarette because back in the day, you could have cigarettes in the, in the lunch break room, which now you can't have that anymore. <laughs> that. I'm giving away my age. Um, so then, uh, you know, and I remember just like looking at her and I just like, I'm so grateful for you. Like, you don't even know. Like, you asked me to come here to clean toilet and I'm grateful for you for the opportunity to be in a different country, the opportunity to clear my mind, the opportunity to be away from my friends and family and have that moment of myself again and realize that's going to be so much more after this. I didn't know what's going to happen in the next year or five years or 10 years. I had no idea I was going to go back to the United States. Yeah. I have no idea that I would have, you know, three business, you know, after my thirties, I didn't know I was going to be a flight attendant. I was there saving money to become a flight attendant. I didn't know I was going to work in a hospital with like the most incredible surgeons. I didn't know any of that. But when you project that, on the now it's going to happen in the future so i project joy i project mm -hmm. I, I project like changes i project big things going to happen without knowing what they were and i think that even though today i'm gonna say my age i'm 39 i'm gonna be 40. um i still do this i project it's like my best years is still coming yeah. you know the best time as a mom you haven't even got here yet become the best wife is still, oh my goodness it's still coming right the best dates is still coming the best interviews is still coming and guess what today i'm here with kimberly mm -hmm. right i'm still gonna be the first time author boom three books later this is my fourth one out and i have a fifth one coming up I never thought I was going to be an author, but it wasn't my vision. And in my vision, I saw myself as a number one international bestseller in my mind. Yeah. To you, it's like, that's ridiculous. That's how I thought. It's ridiculous. No <laughs> way. It's not going to happen. But if you project it and you think and you vision is going to happen, no matter what's going to happen. But I would love to tell the beginning. Do you think it would be a good, a good time right now like, to tell like how how did I actually become entrepreneur? Like how the everything really started? Yes, I love that. But I wanted to add one caveat yeah. real quick. So what you're talking about with future pacing basically and, and visioning and all these big things, absolutely. It gives you that excitement. It gives you that energy that to manifest it and make it happen. But the key, the key to that is to also be completely in the now mm -hmm. and feeling that joy now in this moment, because this is right now, this is the current thing. So when you can really understand that little caveat, that key of being in the joy, being in the present, being completely intent, and present in this moment while still having that big visions, that energy manifests yeah. that into reality. And I yeah. love that you were talking about that. So yes, absolutely share how you became an entrepreneur because it is very powerful. <laughs> yeah. So so like I said to you guys, I knew big things going to happen. I just didn't know how, when, and it, would that be really, really possible? So my story it is uh you know have a, a re-encounter with jesus again is have the encounter with god and whatever you 
have the energy source with. Okay. I'm not here to be preaching of I'm a Christian, you know, and it's all about Jesus. This is not what I meant at all. What I'm saying is it's something inside of you that's pulling you through it, right? Something was the energy, the source, the universe, God. What is it that one thing that's pulling you to become a better you? It's pulling you to do the right things because exactly what you want. So this is the beginning of my story is that after, you know, being a flight attendant and being married and have kids, I had a period of my life that I was down sad, a little bit depressed. I didn't know what's going to happen for me. And my mother-in-law took me to a woman's conference. On this woman's conference she took me into, uh, I was there for two hours. The speaker was Lisa Harper. Okay. So this is the power of a speaker, the power of interviews. You might be watching this interview today and be like, wow, that was the moment that everything changed in my life. I don't know what I'm going to say. It's going to touch your heart or what Kimberly is going to say is going to touch your heart. But it could be a motivational video. It could be, you know, you go in and listen to a speaker. It could be an interview. It could be, it could be a quote somewhere. It could be you open your Bible, right? You will have that moment. And when that moment comes, hold on to it. Because that is the beginning of everything. And you know it when the moment comes. You know it because something is different this time. Mm -hmm. And that was different for me. I went on a woman's conference, listened to worship songs, listened to Lisa Hopper's message. And all I heard was, what are you going to do to change the community what are you going to do to bring more happiness to the community what are you going to do to bring more joy what are you going to do to bring more christians what are you going to do to like what are you going to do and i at that point i just moved away from a bigger city to a really really tiny town that was 1400 people that's the town that i'm living right now and i i remember saying to myself lisa i said i don't know do you know when you have that talk with yourself right you know, like, I was <laughs> all like, the time yeah i was like guys she's talking to you and it i remember saying like Lisa, I don't know if you're really talking to me because I'm brand new in this town. I don't know anybody. I can't make the impact that you're asking me to do to do something for the community. Hmm. I don't know. You know, but to me, like God qualifies the unqualified. Okay. And that source, that universe, whatever that thought, whatever you have it inside of you will help you make this happen. If you're willing and you're open and you're ready to receive it. I was just in that moment that I was ready to receive that message that I was about to change everything in my life. So that moment I went home, I talked to my husband and I said, something happens today. I, I, this speaker spoke through my heart and I know that I meant to do something. And I can't stop to think about that whenever I was that little girl, when I was younger and I was in poverty and I wanted to impact and I wanted to do something bigger than myself and I didn't know what because I didn't have any money so I couldn't impact people. Now I am on my 30s with two little babies getting a message that I'm about to do something big, still don't know what it is. Mm. But two weeks later, I was listening to a worship radio and i love the worship right and because of that it was just a whisper and said you just going to put a concert in this town and you and, and you impact a lot of lives and people are going to come and they're going to worship and i thought am i going crazy here why well, i'm talking to myself because a lot of people think that entrepreneur people are crazy and guess what we are crazy we, we're bad we're bad <laughs> Like that shit crazy, okay? Let's just swear a little bit. I don't swear a lot, but sometimes <laughs> I drop a little bit, okay? So we are a little bit of crazy. Because mm. we want crazy. We want to make it changes. 
Exactly. Emily wasn't crazy. She wasn't doing this type of interview. She wanted to open book collaboration and do all of the amazing things she does. She want to dream so big and do retreats. You got to be crazy to yeah. be an entrepreneur. So that's I love that. Right? Am I right, Emily? Yes, I love that. We're quoting that later. <laughs> so if you are a little crazy, you're in the right place, okay? Yes. Because you're going to get inspired today. But um, so with that moment, you know, I knew I was supposed to do something. That was the beginning of my entrepreneur, okay? The beginning of the entrepreneurship, it's different from everyone, but that was the beginning for me. Why? Because I had to make a decision to do something on my own, and I needed to create something out of nothing. That's what entrepreneur people do. They create something out of nothing. They put energy on something. They believe it so hardly that they're willing to share with the world, even if the world's going to like think they're crazy even if the world's gonna think that's not gonna work out even if the world's gonna say like who do you think you are even if the world's gonna be like that's never gonna happen yeah. but as an entrepreneur are you crazy enough to believe in your dream that gift that was given to you to the world so that was a gift so i said i receive it i received the message and uh, I was at home. I got my computer out. I got two little babies. Now like I can go places and find out things, right? And I start to search. How how do I plan a Christian concert? Like, what do I need? Step one, step two, step three, right? Yeah. Who do I talk to? What kind of bands? How much money do I have? Like, what is the name of this concert? That's what's the name, Christ Fest. Yeah. Like, yeah. who's gonna have to think? That's the thing, yeah. too, is you got the message and it's like, okay, now what? Exactly. Now what? Now a lot what? of people get stuck <laughs> in the now what? Yes. You just got to put one foot in front of the other and start moving. Like you grabbed your computer and go, okay, let, let's see what happens. Yes. <laughs> Show me the way. As an entrepreneur, in your mind, should it be always like, what's next? What's next? What is next? And mm -hmm. that's what it was for me. What's next? And I started taking notes and I started printing things and I had a binder and I find yes. I, I had 10 different names. And I had like, I had all these dreams, right? Like what color is going to be like, like who's going to be there? And I started to dream it by myself. And my husband thought that I was crazy. My friends thought I was crazy. And when I would tell people about it, they're like, die, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. You know, like you're crazy. Yeah. Like you just wasted all this money. Like, what are you doing? You know, but I said, guys, you don't understand. This is my calling. I meant to do this and I didn't do it for the money. Right. Definitely, I didn't do it for the money, but I did it either way. So I spent six months planning this big event, putting my money up front, which was my husband's money, right? Uh, not a tons of money, but it was some. Another thing is, you got to understand. You're willing to be an entrepreneur, you got to be willing to invest. Mm -hmm. Okay, you got to know that. Yeah. You got to invest. Or you got to find people that invest on you. But anyway, you will need a little bit of money and you would stretch that money. You don't even know how, but you're like, how would I stretch a thousand dollars worth of a $10,000? You know, you don't know how. You get real creative. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Okay. If you, if you can figure it out things, you'll be an amazing entrepreneur and you're going to succeed in whatever you want it to do. Yeah. But going back and to that part. So here it is, here I am, you know, like trying to tell people about this crazy grandier dream, going into talking to business. I, I went to a lot of different business, um, small business around my town, telling them my dream, wanted them to support me, do sponsorships. I went to churches every Sunday, two to three churches sometimes to talk to the youth pastors and let them know what I was doing. Got a lot of no's, a lot of rejections. And guess what? I kept going. Yeah. You're going to get lots of no's. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of rejections. But if you're asking, you're getting the blessing. 
If you're not asking, you're not getting the blessings. Trust me. And I was willing to put myself out there. I was willing to tell people about my dream so I could have what I have today. And I will get to that part two. So a day before the event, we still haven't sold that many tickets. I'm now freaking out. I put all this money in. My husband have put his money. Uh, you know, I had so many people doubted me. And all I did was, you know what? I'm just going to pray, bless and release. When you're going through your journey, if it's a book, it's a product, it's a business, you just got to put your hands up sometime and just like, I am out of control when it comes to the outcome. Mm -hmm. I did what I could do, right? Enough, what you did was just enough. And now the blessing is going to come. Somebody's going to see what you did. Somebody going to say yes to you. Kimberly said to me, hey, do you want to do this book? And I believe in her vision. And I said, yes, I'm ready. I didn't even ask lots of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her excitement. I love her energy. And I said, okay, let's do it. You know? And mm -hmm. the first thing I asked was, how much is it going to be? How much? How much? Why? Because I know as an entrepreneur, you have to invest in yourself. As I'm investing myself into her project, it means I'm winning. Yep. That's how it so works. True. So the day before the event, I had no idea how many people's gonna be there. Uh, I pray, I release it, I cry. I was, I had so many different type of emotions. As an entrepreneur, you're gonna have emotions up and down like crazy. But the highs, the highs, it's amazing. When you finish a product, a project, and it's all done and ready, and people telling you congratulations, oh my God, it did amazing. I can't believe you went through that. You, you work as an entrepreneur for those moments. Nobody knows the behind the scenes. Nobody knows that you work on that project for six months. I worked on that project for six months. The day of, as we open the door, nobody's there. We're organizing everything. We're putting the, the, the food away. The volunteers starting to show up and people are canceling. Things go wrong. Things go right. Oh, my God. Oh, so exciting. I can't believe it. The bands are here. And, like, all these things happening. And we open the door. I have never seen a line as big as I saw. You gave me chills. I love it. I never did. And what about if I got that message on the women's conference and I said, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. That's not for me. That's for Josie. That's for Sally. That's for Amber that have influence. That it's for, um, you know, that's for Kimberly because, you know, she has done events before, right? Then I would not have that moment. Yeah. Our first concert, mm -hmm. we have 500 people show up. Wow. <laughs> that's the power of social media, too. Remember I said to you, I got into my computer, I opened a business page, I opened a group, I was out there telling people what I was doing, people were not liking, people were not commenting, but they were watching me. They, they were sending me private messages. So sometimes people feel like, oh, the things that you do is successful if you have lots of likes and comments on Facebook. Who said that? Yeah. What you do behind the scenes, the life that you're going to touch, that's what matters. So the first year we have 500 people, and then I turned that into a nonprofit organization, which is called Christ Fest PC Indiana. We have four concerts after that, very successful. We haven't done one for the past two years, one because of the pandemic, you know what's going on right now. And then in the second year of Christ Fest, so this is when it comes to blessing. If I would never step into the nonprofit, I would probably never step into the traditional business because God was preparing me. He was telling me something is about to happen for you. Something big is going to happen. Look the change, like the change is about to happen. So I had some money. I wanted to invest the money that I had, and I didn't know what to do. I went back home to Brazil. I did a market of research what I should do. Now I have the confidence 
because now I have a nonprofit organization. Now I have the confidence to be able to create something from zero to something. Now I had the confidence, right? Because I was able to manage like 47 volunteers, like every year's different numbers, but you know, <laughs> able to do all those things as entrepreneur, you have to learn. I was confident that I could go out there and ask for investment, asking, you know, meet directors and different companies. Like my confidence level was grown into that, that, that small project. Yeah. You know, the confidence came through, like when I paid the lawyer and became a nonprofit organization, I was like, oh my God, I own something. Yeah. Right. Get so now I said, okay, I can do this. The comfort level, it was different this time. My, my, my ability, my ability to make decision was way faster because I created success when I didn't make any money. Now I had to make decision to create success, to multiply what I was about to invest. Yeah. That is the difference. So I, now I, I started everything again from ground up, right? The, the company name, the company website, what kind of product. Now it's going to have an employee and having payroll and systems. And it was exciting. And so that first two years, I was like, oh my goodness, what I'm doing? You know, I still haven't made any money. Like literally, I invest hundreds of thousands of dollars and I wasn't making any money. It wasn't profitable for the first two years. So being an entrepreneur is not beautiful like that, like everybody thinks. All you see is the success part of it. You don't get to the behind the scenes, okay, unless you experience yourself. You have to step into an experience. So for two years, we didn't make any money, okay? It was zero and then the two-year mark, getting close to three-year mark, we went a company from zero to a seven figures company. Incredible. And when somebody tells you to like, oh my goodness, I have a seven figure business company. It doesn't mean that you make a million dollars a year. That's mm -hmm. not what it means. It means is your company, like revenue, it's a million dollars. Okay. Now but my company is seven million now. But it doesn't mean I make a million. I make three million. It means the cooperation. This is how they run the company. Yeah. So you're probably making it ten thousand dollars a month from the company, right? But it doesn't mean you make the millions. But you have a company that generates that. Yeah. Because you have to invest. You gotta buy a car. You gotta buy Such a big difference. Payrolls, like all kinds of things that you need to do. I love that you mentioned that. That's yeah, so good. It's huge. It's huge. So good. And it's, it's like you were saying, people, people see the success. They don't see the 20 years it took to get to that or the 10 years or five years, all the 14 hours a day working to make it happen. You're like, yeah. Oh, you're such an overnight success. It's took 10 years. It's took 15 years. You know, uh, yes. we have a question too on here. If, if you don't mind answering that real quick. No, not at all. Tell me. What advice would you give women wanting to start a nonprofit? I would say, first of all, you got to have a vision. You need to know exactly like where are you going with your nonprofit? What is the end result? And then you want to work backwards. Mm -hmm. like I knew before the, the nonprofit, I want this to be a concert that's going to happen every year. I know that's going to be about a thousand people. So I knew the end results. Then I knew if I would have a nonprofit organization, how much money I'm going to need to keep the project going. So the project was twelve to $15,000 a year for that one project. How do I get the money to get there? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to get yourself frustrated because most of nonprofit does not make money, right? Yeah. Most nonprofit. So you need to have that understanding too. Do you want to make money with the nonprofit? And if you do, what type of service are you going to give? to be able to make money out of the nonprofit. Where the money is going to come from? Who's going to do the funding? Who's going to be the sponsors? Are there sponsors for a month, six months, a year? You have to think about all those things because if you get frustrated and you're starting to get overwhelmed, then you're going to quit in your dream. And that's yeah. not what you want. You want to start it knowing it ain't no quitting here. So I know exactly what I want. So 
my biggest advice is to start in a nonprofit organization is to know your vision know the end results before you start and and, and work backwards <laughs> work backwards how mm -hmm. i worked backwards i just knew how much money it's going to take for me to keep that going so i need to have 15k like 15k how i'm gonna have 50k okay i need to talk to 300 business because if I talk to 300 businesses in my town, I know that probably about 40 to 50 are gonna say yes to me. And out of that, each one of them can give me between, not give me, but donate 200 to $1,000. Yeah. So now you have 40 business giving you a certain amount of money, and now you're gonna sell tickets, now you're gonna sell t-shirts, now you're going to do fundraising. You're gonna have so many things to, get to 15 and if it's more than 15 that's your profit or you can invest it back into the community that's what i did i invested back into the community so yeah. hopefully that was helpful to you that was wonderful and i want to add to another way to take a little bit of more of a baby step is to actually partner with a nonprofit that you believe in and that aligns with you mm -hmm. and see how they run and see how involved you can get and one of two things will happen you'll either still have that vision and desire to create your own nonprofit or you're going to forever partner with them and help build them large and wide so yeah. that's another way to to really kind of figure out the nitty-gritty about running yes i absolutely love absolutely hi baby i absolutely love that part when it comes to partnered up with someone else because mm -hmm. if you have never had a nonprofit before you need to know how things run and you need to know how much time do they put into that nonprofit is this something that you're willing to do do you have a full-time job Right. Mm -hmm. Most people live as a full time as a nonprofit organization. So I think this is great, Kimberly. That's such a good advice. Such a good advice. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally going to sneeze. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have about nine minutes left. I want you to talk a little bit really quick about how do you feel like and I, I think you kind of covered it, but I want to pinpoint it a little bit more. How do you feel that what your story that you shared on the summit really helped you in your business as you've been growing and becoming a multi-preneur? Yeah, I think it's great for you to let it out, everything that is in your heart. When I was on the summit with you, I was very raw and I was really telling people like where I came from, which is not easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, at time as an entrepreneur, you wanted to people to perceive you in a certain way and you, you don't want people to see your flaws. And I don't think that's a really good way to do it. Um, if you are my Facebook, you will see that I'm authentic. I tell you how it is, my struggles, my fears, but I also tell you about my wins and I'm not embarrassed about it. And whenever you win something, you just gotta go out there and just tell the whole entire world because now you're impacting people. And you can't impact them if you don't let them know your wins. You can't impact people if you don't let them know like who you truly are, you know, my struggles to have mom guilt. Yeah. Right? Oh, my to be a Christian entrepreneur, my struggle to sometimes wake up and don't like who I am, don't like my body because I don't have the body that I used to have before, be between like 150 to 200 pounds all the time. So not be able to speak English as my first language. I forget the words all the time. I blank. I'm not perfect, but it's okay. Right? It's really okay. So on that summit, what opened my eyes was like, wow, I didn't know I was going to be so vulnerable. I didn't know I was going to talk about, you know, having an adult touching me when I was younger. I didn't know that I was going to, you know, talk about my, po my poverty childhood or like how they used to be with my family. So all those things were really, really important to share. And I encourage you to share that. Uh, but if I would have to give an advice uh, before we leave, because I can't believe we've been here already for, it's going to be almost an hour. I know, right? Yeah. So my biggest advice to you would have been tell your story. Mm -hmm. Tell your story with your whole entire heart. 
Um, don't be ashamed of the place that you have been before because your tribe, mm -hmm. your people, the ones that's going to help you, the ones that's going to support you, they love that. And that is your gift. Yeah. The gift is the struggle the gift is that you can connect with people i know my gift like my gift is connection my gift is to be able to go next to someone and be like yes i've been divorced too right my gift is to be like yes i know what it means not to have money my gift is oh i know what it means like not be able to you know feel comfortable in a culture that you didn't belong to my gift is like i'm a foreigner just like you you know, my gift is, yeah, people think I'm successful because I'm pretty. That's my big one. I heard mm -hmm. that many times before. No, it's not it. Mm -hmm. Right? So the gift, my gift is connecting. My gifting is to help people see from A to B. When you find that gift, don't hide it. Show it to the world, whatever it is. I love it. I and love if it. That is the struggle. They show the struggle. I share my struggle all the time. It's the lessons. It's what I always say yeah. builds character. And it's what helps you as an entrepreneur or just in life, period, because you have a really deep, rich understanding of what other people go through. And it's a connection. It's really about connecting to each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I want to have you share with how people can get a hold of you. I so we have this right here. Uh, thank you. I am a, a Facebook queen. That's what I say. <laughs> I just, yes, I Facebook. Oh my goodness. It's, it's my world because that's where I can be myself. I do a lot of Facebook stories and I like to share behind the scenes. Uh, so the best way to really contact me, if you look die Carter, like I'll be die Carter everywhere or diecarter.com. So if you look on Instagram, diecarter.com. If you look in TikTok, diecarter.com. If you look on Facebook, just diecarter. So I know that Kimball is going to share a link. Yeah. It's a my milkshake link that you can go there and be, you know, just basically get in touch with me. But um, but I do want to just just one little quick thing. Because I talked about my advice when it comes to just tell your story, embrace that gift, embrace the struggle that you have so you can share that struggle that you have. Um, it also have everything to do with what's happening in the world right now, right? Everybody's on social media. So when I say that, I'm also saying is go and learn a little bit more what's happening right now stories are huge yeah you gotta go back and do some of the stories without makeup without being all pretty all the time people wants to connect with you on that level and i bet i bet they're gonna fall in love with you with the things that you don't think they're gonna fall in love with with your flaws that's when people connect with you and that's how you can grow your business yeah even bigger it's I love it. Being who you are. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I also want to let everyone know that you can find me on KimberlyACoaching.com. You can also keep track of what's going on in the Aphrodite goddess world on Aphrodite Enterprises, Inc. Facebook again. And we have the Unleash Your Inner Goddess wellness retreat coming up in the end of September into October. Check out the bit.ly link goddess wellness retreat 2021 and i want to say a very special thank you to our sponsors who so beautifully sent us a video so we're going to watch that real quick hello goddesses welcome to a real bodies period experience we're here to help you lose inches and fat cells permanently through my magic wand in addition is our sea of youth supplements which help with chronic pain and illnesses by reducing inflammation. We strive to help you achieve beauty from the inside out. Awesome, awesome. Go check out that. Good stuff right there. She's got the elixir of life is what I call it. I know, right? <laughs> I know, yes. So again, 
Di, thank you so, so much for being here with me and sharing again such incredible wisdom. I want to put up your link again one more time. Find Di. She's on Facebook. You can't miss her. Absolutely beautiful stories. Definitely follow her. Again, check out the Goddess Wellness Retreat coming up the end of this year in September, October. You can find any more information on Aphrodite's Inc., uh, Enterprises Inc. on Facebook. Okay. And again, Di, thank you so much for everything and all of your wisdom. You are absolutely so brilliant and beautiful and amazing. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kim, for all you do and just keep going. You are changing so many lives and I'm just one of them. So thank, thank you again. Oh, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you everyone for joining on Unleashed with Kimberly.